Alright, start from Lam Gimel Amit Aleph from the Gemara Bay. Two dots, first wide line. Velen Amar Bachalashin Kadesh. So tell now we had the long list of things that were said Bachalashin. We said the source for each one of them. Now the Gemara discusses the things that are said Bachalashin Kadesh, things that are said in the Afghan Lashin Kadesh, and no other language. So the first one is Mikri Bikurim, Mechalitza. The Gemara now starts with these sources for these halachas. Mikri Bikurim Ketza. Where do you know that Mikri Bikurim is Dafke Bilosh and Kedesh? Vonisa Vemarit Alfne Hashem Alakecha. Lalan Oimer, Vonu Alavim Vamru Alkolish Yisrael. So the language of Vonisa Vonu is a similar language, enough to make Gizir Shavah Adav. And the Gemara says, Man Niya Amrullah Halan. Just like the Aniyah, which is referred to by the Levim, by Hagrizim and Harevo, the Brachis and Klalis, is said, as we will see later on how we know that from. Afkan, so to Mikra Bikurim, which is referring to the Psukim, that a person says over when he brings the first fruits to the Beis Hamidash. Kedish has to say over those Psukim, and Kedish, he cannot say them in English, cannot say them in any other language besides the language of the Torah. Now, very nice. But how do you know the Levim Gufayim and Olan? How do you know the Levim themselves that it's said that for Lashon Kedish? Asya Kol Kol Mimesha. It's another Gzeri Shava. From Kol to Mesha. Ksiv Hacha Kol Ram. It says over here by the Din of the Levim, the words Kol Ram. Ksiv Hacha Mesha Yedaber. Vele Kim Yenidu Bakol. And it's referring to the giving of the Torah, the Kashparah who said over the call, and obviously that was Lashon Kedesh when by Matan Torah. So Mala Allah Lashon Kedesh is like by the Matan Torah. Kabbalah Satir is Lashon Kedesh, Afkan Lashon Kedesh. So to the Psukim, which is learned now from Kol Kol, which is referring to the Psukim of the Levim, Lashon Kedesh. We have two Gzeri Shavas, one Vanisa Vana, which is again a similar Lashon. Learning out from Mikkei Bikurim to to the Levim, and the Levim then learned out from Misha that's going to be Dafka Lashon Kedesh. So that's a sort of a, a double Gzeri Shava, with the ultimate source being Misha Rabbeinu, learning from there to the Levim, and the Levim learning from there to the Mikkei Bikurim. So those are the two places, at least halachically, in the Lashon Kedesh so far. Actually, really, it's only one place halachically because the Levim wasn't. It's two. Right, right, right. So that's not a halacha either. I'm just thinking that there's not a halacha, and Levim really is not a halacha. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's it's the way it was done with Lashon Kedesh. It's the only halachic issue we're discussing so far is Mikra Bikurim. When you bring the Bikurim, you have to do it in this way. Right, and, and, and that's, that's the next one we'll get to. I'm saying, but so far, it's really there's three things, but two of them aren't halacha, two of them are more the facts. Mm-hmm. The facts were that in Lashon Kedesh, both by Matt and Terah, Akash Baruch was giving over Terah, and the Levim talking to, to, to Shvatim was, it's like a story. It was still Lashon Kedesh, and just, if I were, just put it in. Those were one offs as well. These are things that. They're what? It's true. There was exactly there were stories that happened to happen in those times. Right, it's a good point. There was a story in history that happened this way in this context. 
but not necessarily is it something which even teaches you anything more than just Xerah Shavr or something else. But as far as that itself, it's really not. Right. Yeah, and that's it. Exactly. But only things to learn from Xerah Shavr. Right. Right. Things to right. Xerah Shavr to learn from. It's going to. So yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, you know, it's even more interesting. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Maybe this is what's bothering me is that you know, the Mishnah makes like. Mishnah is list of halachas, right? And then it says the following things in Sibbalash and Kredish. Which is interesting, right? Like you said, it's not even a halacha, it's a story that took place that. I don't know, it's a little, it's a little strange. Well, weren't they told to do it? Yes. Um, so. It just, this Mishnah, okay, this Mishnah is, is recounting, it's not, not relevant anymore, beyond, right, beyond that story, time. right? If you have a Mishnah which tells you halacha, it's not a halacha, it's a story, right? Elin Marmalash and Kedish, Mikibikurim, Chalitza, Brachas Aklalis. Is that a halacha? No. It's just, it, the fact was, listen, it's just, yeah, it, it's a little strange. I mean, it's true. It was Halash and Kedish, you know, Pasuk Tlum there from. I'm not sure if it's really a cash. It just does it have any? Did anybody say Brach and Klolos is beyond that one event? It did. I mean, it didn't happen again. The There's no such thing as that when we bless our kids, we should say Hebrew. <laughs> well, no one says that. I don't right? think so. Yeah, that's how it's after that that event. I mean, the closest you have to that is Brachas Kainim, which that we use those words Brach Hashem Yishmaracha. And kind of that cast is a lashon kodesh, but I don't know. If, there's no halacha about benching. But right, there's no halacha benching kids anyway. There's no halacha to it. You can do right. what you want. You can say uh, any language, any. Uh, the fact that that it's the source for the halacha would that be reason perhaps why the mission would bring it? I wonder. I, does that do Bishayas ever do that? Like, like we break down where the like. I mean, it's. The, the, truth, the truth is that the whole end of the Mishnah deals with, it explains the whole story, right? So the Mishnah is telling stories over here because it's telling you a story of what took place in the Hagriz and Harevel. And it goes through the whole story about how it was done and how it was set up and the different Shvatim. So, so that's not just a kasha because Mishnah could bring down events as it does the whole end of the Mishnah. I just, I guess what's, what's bothering me a little bit is that in the list of things, it's Right, which one's different? This one's different. Right, this one's different from all the other ones. As a kasha? Oh, okay. So maybe it is a kasha. Um, what has it? Have? He says they, perhaps the Mishnah mentions it because it is the source from which we derive that certain other declarations uh-huh. that must also be made in Hebrew as explained in this and the following Mishnahs. Okay, okay. What's the source? What's the source? What's the source for the note? What? What's he the doesn't have a source for that. Uh-huh. Zone, own thoughts. Just okay. See Yuma 5B with Namar asked a similar question. Uh, like a structural uh, like there was like another mission that also yeah, broke down. Yeah, where there's some list and yeah, yeah. one of the things is... Doesn't, doesn't, doesn't belong. Or doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't give a source for the passion or the tarot. Uh, okay. Good. Okay, so Baruch Shagavanti to at least... There's a cashier like this in Yuma. Uh, okay. Here it doesn't seem to be asked. There it's asked. Right. Right. Okay. So from Chayim to the Magi and Arshkol, it's also a good, uh, a good, good Chayim to. Okay. Fine. So that's the 
first three places where it's relevant. Again, one halacha and two places where just as an episode. Next halacha is chalitza. And we said the Machlechus in the Mishnah, we just don't have from. We had one source that said there was a Zer Shava, right, the Hushita of the Tanakama, that said it was Va'ansa, Va'anu Alavim, which again is learned out from the Levian that Anu Lashon Kedesh, Soto Lashon Kedesh, that was the Shita of the Rabbana. And if you this is no, from the word Kacha, like this, which is what's like this, according to Yehuda, like this means Lashon Kedesh. That was the Machalikis in the Mishnah. The Gemara is going to go through now what each one holds, why each one doesn't agree to the other one's opinion, and why couldn't they use that other opinion to teach you Lashon Kedesh. So obviously the word Kach is telling you something significant like this, what's like this. So if you does a very nice Pshat, telling you like this, like Lashon Kedesh. According to the Bible, where did you learn that from the word Kach? Things that are a Maisa, which is a more integral, inherent part of the process of chalitza. Rashi says the shoe removal and the rikika, the spitting, those things are maisa. Those things need to be in a way of, as the Torah describes them. And if you don't do those, you are going to invalidate the process. But things which are called the less, less significant and less integral, like the language of how you talk, that's not included in kacha. No, kacha is talking to the higher aspect of what you need for Chalitza. That's the way the Rabbana learned the Kacha. Yehuda, he agrees that you need a second drush, or one drush to teach you the integral pieces like Maisa, and second drush to teach you even the words, how they're said. He learns out from Mikrisa the Koy, it says Kacha. Extra, not the extra letter, the extra Chaf, tells you the extra drasha that's going to be said, Lashon Kedesh, more than just the fact you need the integral pieces like the removal of the Shu and Rukika. Okay. About in Kaykach, Ali Mashmalay, they don't hold the drash, right? And therefore, there is no additional drash. You only have one drasha. And the one drasha will just tell you, if things which are integral as a maisa are ma'ak. So that's one way. And then there, why the Rabban and Kurn go like Because they use Kacha for something else. And they don't have an extra drash to clone out the Allah has Allah and Kedish. Now go the other way around. If Yehuda disagrees with the Rabbanan, he says the why didn't he like the Xer Shava of Va'an Nisa Va'anu? Ha'ev Anisa Va'an Ramayi Avalei. What did they do with that Xer Shava? Mavayilei Legmuri Levim Deloshin Kedesh. Where he actually used that Xer Shava for a different Limud. Teach you that the Levim are several Loshin Kedesh. Which means that he learns out the opposite. He starts with Chalitza. Chalitza is the source now. Chalitza, you know, you do Loshin Kedesh, the word Kacha. Kacha tells Lashon Kedesh. Now he uses the Venis of Amaritha, which he holds to Xer Shava, to go backwards. Well, it's not backwards. It's backwards, the opposite of what we just did. And to say that Levini Lashon Kedesh, just like the Chalitza does. So he uses Chalitza as the Chalitza as the sort of the source, learning it out to Lashon Kedesh, to the Levian. Versus one second. Why wasn't he okay with you? We have. We learned out to tell you Lashon Kedesh, Levian. Call, call. Call from Meisha Rabbeinu, from Akash Baruch Hu, to Meisha. Why don't we learn that? Leila Kalma Meisha. Meisha says, Ani, Ani, Agamar. Kol, Kol, Lo, Agamar. It's very simple. He, as Rashi says, there's the Messiah of Xerah Shabbos. You can't make up your own Xerah Shabbos. He had a Messiah on the word, Vanisa, and Vanu, that he had a Messiah on. He didn't have a Messiah on Kol, Kol. He didn't have such a Xerah Shabbos in his, in his wheelhouse. 
So there was no way to make such a Zerah Shava. And therefore, it comes out as follows. He uses Kacha Lashon Kedesh. The Zerah Shava, which he does have from his Rebbeim and Yisavanu, to teach you that Levi was Lashon Kedesh. And Kol Kol doesn't exist. So therefore, it's not a relevant discussion to use Kol Kol. He has to learn that. And has he know that Chalitz Lashon Kedesh from the word Kacha? That's the only way he has this source for that, from the word Kacha. Tanam Yachim Brayster, which seems to back this up. V'udaimer, Kamakim Shneimer Koi, Kacha, Ania Vamira, Einel Lashon Kedesh. Those words, Koi, Kacha, Ania Vamira, is referred to Lashon Kedesh. Where do you see those words? Koi Sabarachu. That's by Berachas Kainim, which is one on our list of things that said Lashon Kedesh. Kacha the Chalitza, which we just said, is on his list according to Yehuda from the Kasa Chalitza Lashon Kedesh. And Ania Vamir Dilvim. Which is the Shavit that we just said, and Niyamir, which learned out from the the Nachalitza, that's going to be Lashon Kedesh. Now, like you pointed out yesterday, the Gemara is a little bit strange because the Gemara sounds like, again, just as a simple reading of the Gemara, that the words Koi Kocha and Niyamir are inherently be Lashon Kedesh. That's not true because the only way that he knew that the Levi was Lashon Kedesh was the Shava. Which is Shava from from um, Aniyah Aniya from from Chalitza, right? So there's no inherent um, touch in the words that means Lashon Kodesh. It sounds like this Bryce is just saying the result, the result of of these words. However, you figure it out from the word themselves from Xerah Shava, but the result is going to be these things of Lashon Kodesh, and therefore Bani Vamir. At the end of the day, it was Lashon Kedesh, not because we know it inherently from the word itself. That's what we said yesterday, which is, we have to say in the Gemara, because we just had a Gemara which says, there's a Zerah for this, not just by itself. So the words, which I would have thought to mean, inherently it means that, is not really true, and just really come out from another source, which is Zerah Shavah. Is this going to get messed up because the Bikurim, everybody agreed was the Anisela Amartha? By the Chalitza to Machlokas? Yeah, but Machlokas in the Zerah Shabbos, that's a Messiah question. Of what Zerah Shabbos you have, what you don't have. It's okay if it's inconsistent. If it's it's they're, yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're, Zerah Shabbos is like this word and that word. But they don't necessarily, it doesn't mean every time that word is there, it's like Zerah Shabbos from that. Right? It's a. The Messiah of Anek Anek Zera Shava. Yeah, the directions we I mean, we do switch that, but the words that tell you to compare then is the Messiah. Okay, then we started the story of the Brachas and Kolos. So the Mishnah told us that what happened. What happened? They crossed the Yardin. Lush the Mishnah was, Kimish Avi Sos Yardin, Ubol Hagrizma Lebel, Sheb Shemon, Sheb Tzad Shem, Sheb Itzalani Murray. This is like three different expl- um, points explained geographically where this was. It was in Shem, it was, was, was really four points. It was over the Yardin, in Shemon, Tzad Shem, near, next to Alani Murray. So it's exactly we're going to see what that, what that means and all these points are referencing. And the Mishnah Borapasak, Lahim Abeba Yardin, 
Okay, and then it also computed to Avram Vino, which we'll see all that in the Gemara. So what I'll discuss is the geography of where exactly this was in, in, the, in the mountains and where the Hagrizim are able exactly was. Tarabana. Halahima Be'evayardin. Me'evayardin Ve'ilach. Very interesting. So it was Me'evayardin, which means across the Jordan River, which means obviously once they, once they crossed the, the Jordan. Now the Rashi says that when it says means it means distance. Rashi's lashon is Harbe. Um, it was these mountains were in the were Harbe They're really a distance from the Yardin towards the west. Rashi says towards the west and not close to the Yardin. So that's he learns Halahima is telling you they were across the Yardin, but. Sniffly across, not not right when they crossed the Yardin. Sniffly across the Yardin. Okay, we're gonna see more about that as we go along. Divir of Yehuda, and he explains. He keeps keeps explaining. So the next point in the pasuk. After the way of the going of the sun, which means what? As the Gemara says, Mokrim Shacham Zerachas, the place where the sun shines from. What does it mean? The place where the sun shines from. So Rashi says it's telling a direction. Meaning that it's going to be towards the east, which is where the sun shines from. But it means, as Rashi explains, We just told you it's far away. Far away from what? Far away from the east of the river, the east side of the river. So you have the east bank of the river, and this is far away from that, from the east side of the river. So you're going now towards the, right, it's towards the west, right? But it's, far, but it's from the east bank of the river, Keep going far west. That's where this place was. The Hagizmarim. When they crossed into crest, they crossed into over the Yardin, and they right. This is by Yeshua. That's what that's what this is. This is yeah. They were told about this in the Torah. Yeah, this didn't happen until yeah. It's happened. I mean, there's there's sukkah, the, the next sukkah actually were um, in Yeshua. You see the sukkah where we bring the, the actual story. That's Yeshua Ches. That's the sukkah Yeshua Ches. These are where the Torah is telling you what's going to happen when you cross the Yardin, and right. And that's what Rashi says. So you saw the midbar. They were told in the midbar what's going to happen by the in the future. Are you ever there? I don't know if they know exactly where it is. I was. They know exactly where it is. They do. Yeah, oh yeah. That? Really? Was that in Australia? Okay, I don't, I don't remember. You see the two mountains in the valley. Okay, that's really cool. It was very. We don't go down into Shem, but the mountains. Mountains are we are. Are in their soul. Well, I mean, Shechem is also in their soul, which is not not under our Jew. It's not on the right side of the line. (laughs) What? How is Rav also is not? I don't think so. It's across the green line. Makes sense. Well, it really really depends actually on the the, the Shemara. Exactly where, you know, how far from the Yadin it was. It was right across the river, right by the Jordan River, or something further. The river's on the east side of Eretz Israel. The border. Right. That's eastern border. Right. So, so we're saying further west. Further west, inter- right, which means further into Israel. So you have the eastern side of the of the of the of the Yardin, 
And if you go further, keep on going west, you're going further away from, away from the area. So when you cross, you're going west. And then you keep going west, right. So the eastern bank is going to be the, right, that side. You're going further and further away from that. So the Yaden in that area, at least today, is not very wide at all. It's a very little spot. Oh, yeah? We'd almost call it a stream. Really? Yeah, so it's a... Well, a split. So... It looks like it... It may have died. It looks like a lot of the land was dried and covered the banks. You're still on the banks of the Yaden. Right. That's where it was. Interesting, because the Yaden had to split then, so it must have been pretty significant for them to have... Okay. Mitzrayim yeah. is, is the west of Eretz Yisrael, right? Mitzrayim is the south. <laughs> south, south, east or southwest? South. Southwest? So, yeah. So right. they traveled all the way to... They went up to the... They traveled up personally all the way to the east. Through the Midbar, they, right. But to the Midbar, they were going over Eretz Yisrael, like, like, like a rat, right? Well... I mean, to get from Mitzrayim, you would be traveling east to Eretz Yisrael. They didn't come in a straight way. No, I... They, they, they went like that, really, right? They went down yeah, well, like. Saying if here's here it's strong, here's Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was like down to the is south, right, and then they went under Israel and upwards and then across. So they went further south, east to beyond Israel, going back western, up the east side, and then across the river, right, and then across the river. So let's see it again. So. It's, it's distant from the Yardim. The Rabbi Yehuda. Which means that's the place with the east side of the river. And they were dist- quite a distance from the earth. In Eretz Kanani, which was dwelling in Arava. That's referring to Agrizim Areva, which is the Kusim are dwelling there at this time, in the time the Torah is talking about, as Rashi says, that's when the, the Kusim were there. And that's a reference point in Agrizarebo that it was a place where the Kusim were. Mola Gilgal, opposite Gilgal, Samach Gilgal. It was like next to, next to Gilgal. That's the way of referring to Mola, is like next to. Eitzah Eloni Mori, Shechem. It's next to a little mirror, which is Shechem. How do you know that Shechem? Because it says, the Pasuk by Avram Avinu, Alano, Eimer, Aviyavar, Avram, Meretz, Anokim, Shechem, Ad, Eilam, Meira. Ma, Eilam, Meira, Hamur, Alano, Shechem, so over there, it's referring to Shechem, Afkan, Shechem. Also there, it refers to Shechem. So Eilam, Meira is by Shechem. So what are you saying? Shechem is down below? Shechem is in the middle. Between the two mountains? Interesting. Same in, in the valley? Yeah. There's a big, there's a valley, right? At least from where we, where we were up there. Right. And you saw that valley down. You saw that valley, valley you down saw down the mountain on the other side. And you see Shechem there. And you, and you literally see Kavayosef right in the middle. In Mamash in the valley. Mamash in the valley. Wow. So it's Mamash like this Shita. Wait, what's Kavayosef is right, is right there? Right. So he's between. You're only allowed to get in there like four it's like really dangerous right. to go there, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few days here to open for. Uh, yeah, the, days we, the day we were there, they were instructing the soldiers, they were telling them all about the area on the top where we were because they were going in the next morning. 
Oh, really? Yeah, just they go in and, um, uh, you're serving a side of the sphere that they have to go a day early because that was Friday. Didn't they? You don't go on Friday. So you didn't go? Only taking some chassidim. Oh, it's saying that you can't. You can't just go. Not anybody can go. Uh, it's a small group. Uh, wow. Wow. Okay, so that Elam is referring to Shem. It says Mulhat Yogal, it says Samachal Yogal, and this map is not. It's not Samachal Yogal. Unless that he says that's the opinion of Rebbe Lazar. Oh, we're, no, we're in we're in Yehuda. We're in Yehuda. So then it's not near Kogal, according to this. According to Yehuda's opinion. According to this little map, it says Gilgal is down here and Shem is up there. Saying so see it's not not close to Gilgal. Yeah. Okay. Closest relative, I think. I gotta read all the English. Ah, yeah. Uh, okay. Fine, let's see. Job fighter. I'm says Tanya. I'm Revelation Rev. With this matter, I was able to sort of like disprove or, or show that it's false, the safer of the Kusin. What does that mean? You falsified our Torah. So who are the Kusin? Kusin are the ones that believe in Torah Shabbat. Now we have Xerish Shabbat to teach us that that's what we just said. They don't believe in Xerish Shabbos. That's Torah Shabbat Malpeh. They don't believe in the whole Xerish Shabbat. So he, he made a comment to them and said, listen, you people falsify Torah by, by dis- disagreeing or, or not accepting the entire concept of Torah Shabbat Malpeh. What happened? Ziyaftim Torah Sechem. Well, at least the Klum, you didn't gain anything. Why? Shatim Omim, because you also say, Eloni Mori Yishchem. Av Anu Moridim Shalim Mori Yishchem. We come to the same conclusion. Right? And Anu, Lamanu Shava. We talk at least had a, a source for it. You don't like our sources, but we had a source for it. Torah Shabbat Atem, you Kusim, the Baruch Where'd you get it from? You have no source. It's not in Torah Shabbat I'm sorry, not in Torah Shabbat There's no source for Elamar Bin Shem. Only sources where in Torah Shabbat through Zeir Shava for Avram Avinu. So, so they did. It sounds like he, he knew that he knew they agreed. Do they accept it? But he said, like, where's your, source? where's your source? Like, so with this, in other words, because he knew they agreed, that was the way of saying, gotcha. Because you people, you say something with, which is not made up in the air and didn't make any sense. You have no source for it. If you accept what we do, at least we come out with a source for it. So we have... Why is that called Ziyatim? Well, Ziyatim means you falsify. And falsify really means by, by not accepting Torah Shabbat Okay. So you falsify... Now, now once you falsify and not... So where's your source? You made it up. That's like that's false. The whole thing's based on nothing. It's based on no premise to it. There's no nothing to it. So that's really what he was saying to them is that you you came with you, you came to this conclusion, but really without a premise, without any source. And at least I, who come to the same conclusion, have a clear source for it by learning Xerushava from 
from um, Avram Avinu of Avinu Meira. Let's see that piece again. So Tanya Amr of Allah Zabar Yasi. But David said in this in this matter, in this discussion, Ziyafti Sifri Kusim. I was able to like disprove or, fall, or show was falsified the Zikusim. Amaklam, I told them. Ziyafti Torah Sechem, you falsified the Torah. Lolisim Yodchem Klum, you didn't get anything from it. Shat a moment, could you say, Aloni Mori Eshchem? You agree to that. He knew they agreed to that. Alpha, we also say, Moidim, Shlani Mori Eshchem. But at least Anu, the Mundum Xereshav, we have Xereshav teach it to us, which is the Xereshav we just mentioned from the Aver, Elamari, Elamara. Atem, Mamalamadism, to you, you don't seem to have any source, so we do get it from, and therefore I can show that you're really baseless in your, in your opinions, and you got it from, you got it from nowhere. Okay, Inshallah, we'll see you later tomorrow, Xereshav, which is the next opinion in this second.